Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. It's cloudy in Los Angeles, Jordan. Yeah. It was raining Brisk. lightly. The mailman yeah. uh, stopped by my, uh, uh, my fence and yelled at me, Mail carrier! <laughs> really? And uh, I came outside. He said, it's raining lately. I don't want to leave your mail outside. Hey, what an, that's, that's, like, that's like a classic small town mailman move mm-hmm. that you're getting here in this, in this urban environment. Oh, he's, that's great. He's full of those classic moves. It's also a classic small town mailman move to mm-hmm. like, like lightly sexual harass any woman that comes oh. to the gate, right? <laughs> classic. Like my wife or sure. my employees or And then whatever. he snatches your pie that's been cooling on the windowsill. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a classic small town hobo move. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you have <laughs> a lot of mail that would have special been... symbols in chalk? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> no dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have some mail that would have been... I mean, any mail, I guess, a... doesn't hold up well to water. But... Well, look, I have a protected mailbox. I'm not a beast. Sure. I'm not a beast of the sea. I was sea. wondering, yeah. Uh, I have a I have a prote- beast of the sea, by the way. There's no use in having a protected mailbox. Mm-hmm. The water just gets in anyway. Yeah, because you live under the sea. So they only accept waterproof mail. So anyway, I have a they mailbox. They have to laminate all their Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. But like any, like any reasonable... Job-hating American, anything that comes to my house comes from a popular e-commerce website, mm-hmm. whose name I shall not mention, uh, but I do consider it to be a person, which is why I refer to it as who. Sure. <laughs> That's how close my relationship yeah. is with this popular e-commerce. Sure. It's Dave Amazon. <laughs> um, it's uh, MountainDewBonusPoints.com. Mm-hmm. What is the, what did we used to talk about? MyCokeRewards.com. I wonder if there's. I wonder if MyCokeRewards is still active and you know giving out rewards for Coke drinking. Can I tell you that I saw I you know sometimes on eBay and we'll introduce our guest in a moment. But uh, sometimes on eBay I go through the vintage section Mm -hmm. looking for things to put in the put this on uh, eBay roundup, and I saw uh, a shirt. Uh, with Joe Camel, mm-hmm. the symbol of Camel cigarettes. This is a T-shirt. T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can see there being like a Joe Camel button-up party shirt. I yeah, that's fair. Uh, I had a rush of nostalgia. I realized this was a shirt that my dad had bought with his Camel points. <laughs> <laughs> and what was Joe Camel doing? Like shooting pool? Yeah, just like looking, like just encouraging children to smoke sure. cigarettes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it was powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made me want to smoke Camel cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I remembered how much I hated it when my dad smoked. My dad quit smoking by the time I was, like, 11 or 12. Sure. Um, but he still had his gear. He still had his Joe Camel gear around. Oh, you know he had that gear. Yeah. Well, I mean, He's my not going to get rid of his T-shirt, his koozie. My dad was a heavy smoker, so mm-hmm. he had actually earned the Land Rover Defender. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, we weren't just going to get rid of that. How would he take me to school, <laughs> you know? Yeah. The bus? Come on. Jeez. Just kidding. We couldn't afford a car. Um, but, yeah, there you go. With camel points or otherwise. What is, is there a – I would imagine that, you know, with the kind of collector culture out there. Right. 
that maybe some of this Joe Camel shit would be going for big bucks on eBay. Is that the case? Well, you know, here's the thing about a vintage T-shirt on eBay. Mm-hmm. Usually they're asking big bucks. Whether they get it is an open question. Okay. So I want to say they were asking $29. Okay. But uh, there were no bids. Mm. So uh, we'll see. You know, here's the thing. Earl Sweatshirt buys one of those and wears it on Conan or whatever. Yeah. Then Shooting, you're printing sure. money. Yeah. You just put that Barbara Kruger font on <laughs> on the front, say write Supreme on it. Yeah, you're, you, yeah, just bedazzle a pot leaf on the back. You got it. That might not be how it works, but yeah, it's close enough. Sure. Yeah, same dazzled pot leaf. Same zone. <laughs> you. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, same same area. Sure. Same rough area, sure. Let's introduce our guest to the program, then I want to talk about something else I saw on eBay. Great. Uh, she is the host of MaximumFun.org's own smash hit program, Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Uh, uh, she is uh, a regular on the Risk show here in Los Angeles. Uh, she is a beloved uh, uh, fun, I don't know, fun lady. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're running out of stuff at item three. <laughs> she's She's got a master's degree in journalism, which is one more degree than any of us have. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, uh, Carrie Pop. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, proficient hello. in Microsoft Excel. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but well, well, you're going to want to put that on your resume. How many anyway. words per minute are we looking at with you? Carrie? Actually, okay, I am a very fi- fast typist. Really? Yeah, I think probably like eighty words a minute. Oh, but like eighty that. consistent is that adjusted or gross? Adjusted. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. If it's adjusted, yeah. 80 is pretty rock solid. Yeah, pretty consistently. Can I, mean, I want to verify this. Can you print out your Mavis Beacon score for me? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to want to verify this with Miss Beacon. Uh, yeah, I actually had to. I call her Miss Beacon because I'm nasty. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I did transcribe. High five. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's hard to get across. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had to transcribe reality TV for like, oh, a good oh, year, yeah. Yeah. And so you have to be very, very fast at typing that's, like ums. That's pretty <laughs> much the king of uh, Hollywood shit jobs. Oh, for sure. I I transcribed an entire season of The Bachelor, but just the Talking Heads. Oh wow! Oh man, was somebody is... else in charge of transcribing the rest of it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, who so, got to transcribe the champagne fights? <laughs> you know, I've I never know. seen The Bachelor. I imagine that there's a there's some sort of episode every season yes, where people a, are given champagne flutes and just told to toss them at at, at uh, random. Oh yeah, there's definitely like orchestrated fights, but mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't get those for some reason. What fell to me was all the testimonials. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you just like watch people sit and talk about, like basically be forced to say they're in love with someone. What's they, nice? They start out by being like he's cool, and then they end up like, yes, I am in love do with you, him. And then do you like, like hear the producer on the other side mm-hmm. saying that like, but if you were to ramp that up artificially, then what would you say, you know? <laughs> no, I mean... If there's... you were to say that in a better way. <laughs> no, it's not quite that manipulative, but there would be stuff like, uh, listen, you know, in in 10 years, if you're married to this guy, I don't want you to go back and see this, and you're like, ah, he's okay. So if that's how you feel, that's fine. But oh, if you feel stronger than that, then I want to hear that. Is you're it kind really of, good at is it. Is that like, it was kind of the idea was that, like, he's going to see this, right. and you're going to want him to think. Right. That you, you always think he's got him. a big penis. It's right. nice of them to give you that special keyboard with the button that just when you press it instead of a letter, just it types out, I didn't come here to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. Or like a push pedal for my foot. Yeah. It's like, a, like an old time sewing machine. Mm-hmm. You just step well, on that. The, that's what the transcribers use, you know. Oh, you I didn't know that. You use that to pause as you go. 
Sure. Yeah. Oh, well, huh. I think I actually transcribed a show that was on whatever weird network you were on for a while. <laughs> Fuel TV? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, a lot of like jump cuts of people skateboarding. I mean, that's yes. it. I mean, yeah. you, I, okay. mean you. I transcribed some of that. All right, you talk the talk. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you've worked for Fuel TV. Yeah. Thinking maybe, maybe but uh, yeah. Yeah, I did that too. I'm sure. No, the, I'm it's sure. Just I mean, international if... soccer action, I believe, is what runs on the channel. Oh, is that now. right? Yeah, and like. Non NASCAR car racing, like <laughs> stock cars in Formula One. Oh, okay. So. I didn't even know those things were different. Uh, I funny don't car drag racing. Yeah, I don't cars? really know that they're different either. <laughs> to be fair, I uh, suspect they're different. Sure. I mean, I think all the cars are pretty funny, so I don't understand what makes the <laughs> funny cars the ones that are should be called that. Sure. Mm-hmm. But you know what makes Truckosaurus Truckosaurus, right? Yeah, sure. Shaped like a dinosaur. Oh, I thought it was that he was extinct. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Truckosaurus is alive and well. He's vulnerable. <laughs> To comments. <laughs> you know, Trichosaurus is alive and well, and the mayor of Detroit. Oh, I had the no honorable, idea. the honorable mayor Trichosaurus. <laughs> is that some, something that had to do with the bankruptcy reorganization? <laughs> well, yeah, and the uh, and the amount of juggalo voters they have there. <laughs> do they have uh, Do they have lights now? Is it still dark in Detroit? City City Council <laughs> City Council person Fago is here. <laughs> sure. Orange soda <laughs> and co-sponsored this bill with Coolio in <laughs> an abandoned building. Yeah. <sighs> Detroit's pretty neat. Yeah. If Detroit wasn't I've never been. I think the here's the main weakness from my outsider's perspective on Detroit. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, I don't mean to brag, but I literally spent over two days in Detroit. Hey. Whoa, two hey. and a half mm-hmm. days. All right. I saw a Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. concert <laughs> and I hung out with a lot of interns for General Motors. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Again. Not trying to brag. Yeah, no. Just the facts. Clear. I was brought on as a business consultant. Sure. Oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah, and GM's doing great, so good job. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you saved the American auto industry, right? I Is did. That you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, People wow. say that was Obama. All right. I uh, know that was me. Oh. Yeah, because I taught them about innovation That's oh. and millennials. God, why did I think that was Obama? Because I, he takes credit for everything, mm. and because you're a bleeding heart spendocrat. That's that is true. <laughs> that is true. So I think, based on my time in Detroit, uh, that the main thing that's holding Detroit back is that it's a frozen wasteland. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, everything else about Detroit is pretty rock solid. Okay. And there are successful frozen wastelands, specifically Minneapolis-St. Paul. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think the problem is, once you start having those problems, you know, then everybody is like, I mean, I guess I could move there, but it's a frozen wasteland. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, like, you have to have something to compensate. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the, usually that thing to compensate was either in the olden times when people just lived in nightmare lands uh-huh. um, and there was no air conditioning. Uh, and then the I think the other thing is just people who used to live there and still live there. Mm-hmm. So like once they're gone, you're fucked. That's my <laughs> position on it. Like all these gorgeous buildings and – Wonderful civic heritage and amazing museums that Detroit has, all these great things. It's just like once people start going, you're fucked because you're not going to get them, bring them back to the frozen wasteland. No one moves to Detroit. No, because it's too fucking cold. Yeah. Do you think that Mayor Truckosaurus can be disassembled and reassembled into a weather machine? Oh, that is a good possibility. And put up a dome like structure maybe around it, and mm. you know, you can have an artificial. You know, 72 degrees in there all the time. Can I tell you one time I saw 
an episode of American Pickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a show probably best known because Carrie probably uh, transcribed a lot of episodes. <laughs> yes, that is what it's best known for, yes. <laughs> and they visited this dude. You don't own a lot of like posters, like on movie posters, they'll be like, you know, from the studio that brought you Avengers. Right. Like a lot of reality shows from the woman who transcribed. Right. It's actually just a watermark over the entire poster, sure. yeah. Uh, this dude they visited uh, owned like a block of Detroit. Mm-hmm. He did not appear to be a rich man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to clarify that point. Uh, but he had built, you know, those kind of trains that you'll have at a train town or a travel yeah, a town or yeah. a train village. Like a like a like a, a fun child train. Like yeah, a, the kind that a you train sit- that has random porches on it. You're like, who's going to stand on this? The kind that you sit astride. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Um uh, you know. Oh, and you pretend like the train is your giant penis. Exactly. I'm familiar with these trains. <laughs> Precisely. Uh, he had one of those that went up and down the block through all of his buildings that he owned. <laughs> That's right. Whoa. Uh, and I have never wanted to live anywhere more than I wanted. Mm. Like, the fantasies that came into my head. I'm like, it wasn't that I wanted my own train to ride on. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about trains. But I figure... Yeah, if, you're not five. If this guy... Can have his own train that goes through his own whole block of a major American city, which I've been to and is a very beautiful city. Fuck, what could I do in this amazing place? Sure. Oh, I mean, you don't want to live on that guy's block because then he could just ride his train into your house at any time. Right. And I mean, what if I'm in there, you know, fucking? Sure. I was going to say making love, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Well, Carrie would probably say boning down. Sure. Uh, Yeah. We're all. Maybe not down. Well, the just, problem is just boning. Yeah, yeah. The problem straight is straight boning. Every time the train goes into the tunnel, yeah, you sort of imply that you're supposed to be. Fucking <laughs> yeah, it's right. a potent metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a very popular uh, genre on the internet these days. Popular thing, you know, for a huffpo or whatever to write about is like finding, you know, the house in the dilapidated city that costs $900 and showing, like, the real estate mm. listing for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say it's popular on the internet to have, like, porn of just a train going into it. <laughs> yeah. It's called Which, stock footage porn. Right. Someone's probably into. Yeah. I went to a book They just want to see metaphors for sex. They <laughs> right. don't want to see actual right. humans it's like, having it's sex. It's like Mormon porn, yeah. Sure. I went to a bookstore in Detroit, and I'm sure any Detroiters that are listening are familiar with this bookstore, and I forgive me for not remembering what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, my... I would insist. Is it called Violent Jay's Book Shack? Yes, yes. It's only professional wrestling autobiographies. <laughs> um, so I uh, I went into this bookstore and and like if you ever visit Detroit, Google Big Bookstore Detroit. <laughs> it'll come up. Uh, literally the best bookstore I've ever been to in my life. And basically, this bookstore was <coughs> like uh, a factory or a where like it was like five stories tall mm-hmm. each floor being a, a solid 3,000 square feet I would say oh okay so th- each big floor and five of them uh, but it was like concrete floors and like factory windows uh-huh. and no climate control oh <laughs> so it was fucking freezing <laughs> it was the coldest bookstore I've ever been in in my life I was like literally like clutching my jacket around my shoulders no one worked there there's like (laughs) two people hanging out together on floor number one yeah and there's 15,000 square feet of other books like I could literally could have started a bonfire and no one would have noticed and you're positive this was a store 
Yeah, that you were because I bought, in, like, I bought like six books. It was it was amazing. Like it, uh, Powell's books in Portland had nothing on this bookstore. Uh, the Strand had nothing on this bookstore. It was so great. I, uh, but it was I think about literally just put into an abandoned building. I think about my one of my maybe my favorite convention of the of the you know independent bookstore is the cat that lives there. Yeah, I imagine mm-hmm. this place is mm-hmm. having goats in it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you feed him a can. There might have been a dragon. Yeah, sure. Who so knows? I think of a huge bookstore without climate control. I think, oh, the top floors are so hot, but that's because I'm here. So in Detroit, is it like as you get higher, you're like, oh, thank God. I can't God. even imagine how hot it is on the top floors in the summer in Detroit, which All is also right. brutal. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it is. it was crazy. It was – I mean, that's what it was like. They took an abandoned building – Put a bookstore in it and did nothing else. Like no improvements, no alterations. I don't think it was like that. It sounds like it was that. Yes. Yeah. And God, did it make me want to do that with anything. I don't even know what. <laughs> but there's just these To buy a thing buildings. and put another thing in it? Yeah, you know, because it's full of things from, you know, things that were important between 1900 and 1960 mm-hmm. that are no longer important, which mm-hmm. is to say like uh, – you know, Elks Halls, like spectacular, like the mm-hmm. greatest Elks Hall you've ever seen in your life. Masonic lodges, mm-hmm. uh, factories. Wait, uh, Jesse, are you saying that America needs to return to a time when there were men's only organizations? Yeah. Well, I don't think. I mean, if yes. I lived yeah. in Detroit, I would suggest that we make it a dude's only spot. Okay. I'm fine with it. I like that you're updating the vernacular. Well, I would want it to be kind of a city dedicated to chilling and sure. also grilling. Grilling, uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, beer commercials. <laughs> uh, you, I think this is a this is a related thought. Uh, Carrie, I don't know how closely you listen to the show, but from time to time how we like – How closely I listen? I said closely. I'm pretty sure you said closely. I enunciate. Don't <laughs> – don't call into question my enunciation. Somehow we invited a, a, a like a Twitter commenter into our <laughs> studio. <laughs> yeah, Carrie. If I say something happened on Earth Prime that happened on Earth Two, let okay. me know All because right. that is exactly the kind of thing um, that Twitter would correct me on. Um, so I. From time to time, we like to think of new bar ideas on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've had a couple of good ones. No one's built them for us yet, which is bullshit. Is a, is a mistake on the part of the listeners. But uh, you know, we're waiting. Uh, I'm working on an idea, and I don't. I just kind of have a, a kernel of an idea now. It's not. You know, it, it's going to require some brainstorming. But I think the central tenet of this bar, this new new bar, is that whenever you whenever you come in, whenever you walk in. The bartender uh, underhands you a can of beer, mm-hmm. points at you, and goes, "There he is." <laughs> That's is that pretty, pretty good? Rocks. Okay, now yeah. here's a, here's the question sure. that comes to mind right off the top. <laughs> okay, and this is just a logistical thing. I sure. think we can come up with a workaround. Mm-hmm. My concern, yeah, I mean is- that's why we're here. It's for brainstorming. You know, all scenarios. Number one, you don't want the bartender to overhand you a beer. No, I, did I say oh, I said no, underhand. I, I said underhand. I don't. You said okay. underhand. Absolutely. No. But yeah, saying, you don't want a guy. So just let's take it. <laughs> Especially as if your bartender is Oral Hershiser. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's more of a control artist than a oh, speedballer. Okay. Yeah, your concern would be like Nolan a Mitch, Mitch Wild Thing Williams. Sure. So uh, here's the thing: you can't have him overhand it. Yeah. Because that's honestly that's playing with fire. Sure. Mm-hmm. Lumps. Mm-hmm. Playing with lumps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's right out. 
But my concern is if you've got the bartender underhanding beers, mm-hmm. the trajectory of that is going to be real problematic, both because he's behind a bar and because the bar is lined with patrons. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so I just think, don't put stools in that first row. Yeah. I think you, you have the bar lined up with the door mm-hmm. and there's no seating, you know, from the width of the door. Should this bar be called heads up? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, I don't, I don't want people to think like you know it's coming. Like you're not in there being surprised by this. You're there to get underhanded a beer, uh huh, by a guy who then points at you and says, "There he is," Can or I she. S- Again, I'm still I'm focused on engineering right here rather than thematic expansion, yeah. which I think is going to be the next step. Mm-hmm. If it was in a club, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be an active. It doesn't. This bar doesn't have to itself be a dance club. Mm-hmm. But if it was in some sort of defunct dance club, okay, right? Let's say it was formerly a Detroit techno bar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There could be a raised DJ booth. Okay. Because in the world of electronic music, the DJ is the star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what if you put one bartender up there? He's got coolers. Okay. Instead of you know, instead of turntables, he's, he's got, got a couple of coolers. Styler from coolers, sure. Yeah, and he can be underhanding from that elevated platform, mm-hmm. thus controlling for the issue of trajectory and bonking. And uh, lumping. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I disagree. Because, okay, if the bar... It's now, of not, course, a, not really a point of fact, but continue. <laughs> no, I'm pretty certain. So, first of all, when I see a bar, I only see the Cheers bar. So, right. the Cheers bar is like, you know, the front of it's maybe like 10 feet from the door. But if so, you can just orchestrate it so no one's there. But if you're like the DJ and you're off in the corner of the room, there's this whole like negative space that everybody could fill up and it could be completely unpredictable. I think you could you could science it better. And I don't want I think my bar. issue too is that I don't want beer throwing guy to be apart from the experience. Do you know what I yeah, mean? It's like I he's raised that. I don't want mm-hmm. I don't want that to be his only thing. I want him to be a guy you mm-hmm. can talk to. Can I want him grill, to be mixing drinks. Can you grill indoors? Is that legal? Oh good yeah, but you can. If right? you have good exhaust, right? Yeah, sure. So could there be a guy who asks you if you want a burger or a hot dog? Absolutely. <laughs> or a veggie burger for your Thank benefit, you. Carrie. Uh, you know, they do a lot of great things with extruded whatever now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Great. <laughs> you know? Well put. And spices. You know, in <laughs> like Toronto. Like a chickpea or something. Have you ever been to Toronto? Uh, that's in Canada? Yes. No, I have not. Uh, I've been to Toronto. Well, then you know. There's like a hot dog stand on like every corner. They have a lot of mobile food in Toronto. Um, but mostly hot dogs. And yeah. every hot dog cart has veggie dogs. And people, really? yeah, like, and they're more popular than the hot dogs. Hmm. And they thought that was like when I was like, "This is amazing!" When I was there, they were like, "It's not like this in the U.S." And I was <laughs> like, "No, hot dogs are not." The hot dogs are wrapped in other meats, right? They are aggressively not vegetarian. Hot dogs are. I've never, I never fail to be disappointed by a hot dog. Boy, yeah, good hot mm. dog is good. Hot dogs are few and far between. I mean, what? Do, I, I don't even know what a hot dog is, honestly. Hmm. Give me one of those. Give me a sausage. Yeah, I love a sausage. Hey. It's a good, yeah, that's a good bet. But I think it'd be fun if 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 the guy offered you a hot dog or a burger. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I'd say cheeseburger. Yeah, you're gonna want a little cheese on there. 
Sure. I think what we might be describing is a restaurant. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a, no, a this is an experience. Yeah, I know. But as you add more and more things, yeah. I think you're just re-coming up with the concept then, of restaurant. <laughs> yeah, Can and then there's add? like then there's books that have lists of the food, <laughs> the and there's, there's the prices, and then right. you Hold tell on. someone, and then they go get it for you. Could we get a bounce house and some trees? Wait a minute. I'm just describing the park down the street from my house <laughs> on weekends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, the park down the street from my house. What's going on there? Number one, it's a great park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of bullshit going on in this park. But I'll tell you what Okay, they're... hold up. What would be bullshit in a park? Just like moms going, oh, mm, mm, <laughs> Moms uh... making sounds. Okay. <laughs> mom. a, lot of, a lot of MMS in there. Mom noises. Well, you know, what if the moms, what if the moms, because I agree with you, that those mom noises do have the do have the possibility of becoming annoying. Mm-hmm. What if the moms were harmonizing? Like one mom was going, <laughs> uh, Ida Rose, I'm home again. Rose. But it was just those peanut right. allergies. <laughs> That's what what you what at a at a bull, at a park with a lot of bullshit going on. Mm-hmm. And you know when you live in East Los Angeles as I do, and you spend a lot of time in parks, you get real sensitive. You got your bullshit parks and your normal people parks. All right. Your bullshit parks, it's just a constant. You know how in crowd scenes you're supposed to say rutabaga, rutabaga, rutabaga? No. <laughs> yeah, like in a crowd scene. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. That's another sure. one. Oh, 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 you mean when you're you're an extra in a crowd scene? Yeah, sure. I thought you were just doing this in crowds. <laughs> yeah, no. rutabaga, okay, rutabaga, rutabaga, rutabaga. Yeah, like at the Super Bowl or sure. whatever. <laughs> you're supposed to do this. <laughs> at a parade for I don't know. Carnival. Yeah. I have no friends. Waiting for a bus. Just, yeah, just repeat that over and over. So again. you're supposed to say your peas and carrots, your rutabagas, your whatever. It's sort of like that, only people are Going gluten, 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 <laughs> gluten. You know what I mean? Okay. That I sh- that shit I can't deal with. And then just like, just being so like precious with their children. So not that children aren't precious creatures that we're all a gift from God to all of us. Sure. Mm-hmm. But just like, just like, you know what I mean? This is a chill ass park, man. Some of these children may not even have families, <laughs> <laughs> and they're having a it's good old time. There are like lots of off-leash dogs too. Lots of off-leash dogs. Lots of ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, not a lot of n- nobody's like, oh no, refined sugar. Uh-huh. You know, like refined sugar is bad for children. But come on, there's an ice cream man. Well, let's get some ice cream. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> let's so, get a Sonic the Hedgehog with gumball eyes. But the main drama at this park is. So this is the park. I don't know if you know this about the Mexican American community. Uh, but they're big on family celebrations. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Julian First is I've Mexican heard of American. It. He knows what we're talking about. Family celebration is like the primary thing going on in my entire neighborhood, right? And the park is the number one spot to do it because, like, granted, like people have front yards and backyards to some extent, but like mostly, if you want to get together forty members of the Romero family or whatever, you got to do it at the park. And so there's maybe a dozen tables at the park. Mm-hmm. Dude, the abuelas are there at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, fucking locking down yeah. tables yeah. and like telling people where to put up the bounce house. I don't even know if that's legal to just like have somebody bring a bounce house to a park. But there, there will be in this park by my house on – it's a reasonable sized park. But, you know, you can see from one end to the other. Mm-hmm. And, I'm going to say like on a given Saturday in the spring mm-hmm. or summer, five different bounce houses Oh, wow. Going yeah, on. I mean usually you have to get a permit for it. 
Like I, from I don't a park. think any permits are being okay, pulled. Then I'm 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 going to go ahead and suggest no permits are being pulled. Right, right. What uh, are the themes on these bounce houses? We're talking Spider Man, Dora, Dora. Yeah, <laughs> I mean some are Diego. Some are Diego, but mostly Dora. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's the occasional, you know, like Spooter Man theme. Uh, sure. <laughs> Primarily insect person. <laughs> there's a little bit of. I mean, there's occasional SpongeBob or something like that, and mm-hmm. there'll be sometimes there'll be superheroes. Well, I saw a full-on Simpsons bounce, bounce house once, oh, and it nice. was amazing. Yeah, kind of shaped and colored like the Simpsons house, and there was like Ooh. a oh. a big uh, arch with the family on it. It was oh, super neat. Cool. Man, I Were wanted to jump in or there. Children in there. Miss children. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do they make them like for adults? They must, right? I don't know. Good. Qu- yeah. I mean, there's I, I think there's there's probably a Goofball market for an adult bounce house. You know, there's probably bounce house. a Bud Light commercial where that's what happens. Yeah, that's they, where, they that's take they some guy out of his boring office, mm-hmm. and then he's like, because okay, he hashtag. Guess I'll do this. Bud Light me. Right. And they drag him out, mm-hmm. and they take him into an adult bounce house with hotties. You, can I ask you a question? I I don't drink. I don't know if you drink, Carrie. But I do. You don't drink. I don't drink. No. But what it, about my lord? I well I I taste I will taste the Malort at Max Funcon. Oh okay. But I'm not a I'm not a drinker. Okay. I'll taste. I mean, look, my wife's having an interesting cocktail. I might have a taste of it. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not allergic to alcohol or anything, but I just don't drink. And uh, I've but I have seen uh, Bud Light commercials where they take a guy out of his boring yeah. office. Uh-huh. Is the theme there that that man's only refuge is drunkenness? <laughs> yeah, it's a metaphor for the escape that alcohol provides you. Got it. And and the things they take him to are always so slimly rewarding. It's like I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna put you in the middle. Great news, of... Reggie Watts is here. Right in the middle <laughs> to of... make weird loop music you won't enjoy. In that exact one, they take him to a Pac-Man, like a huge Pac-Man maze, and they're like, "You're the Pac-Man," and he's like, "Okay." What did he have sure. to eat? I mean. And after the third whopper that's standing <laughs> in for those dots. He just like runs through it. And if he passes over little circles, they're like, you did it. And then he ends up on stage with like One Direction or something. And he clearly doesn't know who they are. <laughs> I once raced in a real live Super Mario Kart mm-hmm. uh, that was sponsored by a motor oil company. What? Uh, at South by Southwest. <laughs> was it Was it branded with Nintendo stuff or was it? It was yeah no it was official okay. Okay. it was a partnership between sure. Nintendo uh, and Pennzoil <laughs> literally yes that's fine <laughs> a partnership between Nintendo and Pennzoil and uh, I, I mean, raced, a match made in heaven I raced our friend Griffin McElroy mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. from my brother my brother and me and uh, I did not like. On the one hand, it was a reasonable recreation of being in a real life Super Mario Kart, although you couldn't shoot fireballs at people. Sure, um, which would have been fun. That would have been fun. Um, but could you shoot anything? I don't could know. Could you make lightning come down from the sky and electrocute? There was everyone? no shooting. Yeah, could you have a main... could you have a bullshit blue shell that basically ruins everything and isn't fair? There were power ups. And uh, but they did not explain what power up does what, mm-hmm. and so for uh-huh. the first three quarters of the race, I was going over the slow down power ups, thinking that they were speed up power ups, oh. and that's why it sounds more won, like a power down to me. Listening right now, <laughs> FYI. Ugh. Yeah. Classic. Wait, were bullshit. there were there weapons? Like, what are you talking about? Like a mace or a cudgel? <laughs> yeah, or just a gun with one bullet. <laughs> you got one shot. Just take it. 
you got one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> uh, shoot but there Griffin wasn't McElroy. like there weren't shells or banana peels or anything. There was there wasn't anything that made you spin out because that's dangerous. Sure. That's what mm-hmm. the that's what the banana peels do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the real game, there were shells, and some of the shells sped you up, and some of them slowed you down. And there was okay. arrows that sped you up and slowed you down. Okay. And so these were speed speed affecting power ups, not yeah, with, offensive with like RFIDs inside them. Okay. Uh, but I had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. And so I guess what I'm saying is sometimes you get in a situation like that and it's it's not all the fun that it's cracked up to be. And oh, boy. I wish I had been drunk. Sure. They actually made us take a sobriety test. We had to blow into a breathalyzer in order to get it. Oh, really? Oh, that's well, – yeah. But I guess if you're at South by Southwest, that's the that's the free beer capital of the world. So mm-hmm. And they don't have that cloud to rescue you if something goes wrong. That's true. There's not, there's not a rescue cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Jesse, now that I know you don't drink, I'm pretty disappointed about the gift I brought. What did you bring? Okay, so I just went to Guatemala. Actual Guatemala. Actual Land of the Guatemala. Quetzal. These are Guatemalan cups. No, that's not true. These are just, those are just, just standard just... red solo cups. I brought this, this liquor that is worse than Malort. Oh, my Ooh, God. Boy. It is worse. Let's... Okay, let's take a quick break. When <laughs> we come back... We will enjoy some uh, Quetzalteca Especial. (laughs) Um, I don't think we'll enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I listen to Bullseye because it gives me all the information on things that I know I want to know about, but it also gives me inside information on things that I didn't even know I wanted to know about, such as music, arts, movies, people I should be connected with, people that I end up connecting with thanks to Bullseye. Bullseye is your guide to what's good from MaximumFun.org and NPR. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. I'm not. Carrie, you have to introduce yourself. I'm Carrie from Eno Ross and Carrie. That's a shitty nickname, but it all <laughs> So, Carrie, you, were, you spent some time in Guatemala. Yep, where, I did. Where were you in Guatemala? I was on Lake Atitlan, which mm. is uh, it's a beautiful. beautiful place. Yeah, it's next to a volcano. Well, it's next to two volcanoes. Um, and yeah, as I was going around town, I wanted to try like the, the, uh, what do you call it? The poor man's liquor. It was like the one that anyone <laughs> could get and everyone was drinking. Um, yeah, you didn't want to have whatever Guatemala's Diddy was selling. Right. You want to have their Ciroc. You want to have like what you wanted to be a, a I man of the a people. I want to have a real experience. Sure. Yeah. So I went into, um, like a, you know, a tiny little, little liquor store and this, what's it called? Well, I don't know. Uh, Quetzalteca Especial is uh, made from molasses, 36% alcohol. And uh, this one I actually bought in the States when I got back. Um, but the one I got there was tamarind flavor and and was like a little less than a pint and was the equivalent of 80 cents. 
Wow. Yeah. So how do you how do you slash the Guatemalans drink it? Do you is it oh, in a cocktail? Up, straight up, you just straight pound up. it. Yeah. Throw it back. It is to get you drunk to forget about your day. For sure. <laughs> sure. And one to get you ready for the giant Pac Man maze you're about to enter. <laughs> right, right. A quetzal is a long tailed uh, parrot like bird mm-hmm. that is the national symbol of Guatemala. Correct. Is a quetzalteca a person associated with the quetzal thus a Guatemalan person? Uh perhaps, but or also is it an the indigenous ke- group or something. But the quetzale is also their method of currency. So oh. it may just mean very cheap liquor. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So this is so this means so the the name of this is special money? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Possibly. Someone's gonna write in now and be like, no 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 and be offended. But we pro- we probably have some Guatemalan listeners who can help us out on this one. Probably. So so okay, let's let's. Should we nose this? I, Jesse has smelled it like fifteen times since. I'll, oh, so I'll, I'll mention. I'll... I may start coughing from having inhaled too deeply. <laughs> <laughs> Julian's I'll, got one out there too. I'll um an observation about the bottle you yeah. pulled out. Yeah. Uh, so this is not one that you brought back. This is something Correct. that you found at an import shop. Yeah. So after I came back from Guatemala and thought I would never see it again. I found it at an import shop near my house, and so I was well, like, "Well, there's certainly. I mean, there's no shortage of Guatemalan Guatemalan Americans here <laughs> in Los sure. Angeles, and they yeah. they long for this horrible liquor. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and did, it was how still much, quite how cheap. much did this? How much did it cost? I think so. We're looking at a full liter here. I mm-hmm. believe it was six bucks. I will say that, and I I don't want to. You know, maybe I feel like I'm outing you a little bit on the show, but the bottle you poured us, uh-huh. there was a significant amount gone. <laughs> Have you been just casually <laughs> drinking this around the house? I've, just I've, to unwind okay, after a long okay. day? Okay. I just graduated from grad school. Thank you. Sure. And I had some of my friends over and made them drink it. I That's okay. That's reasonable. Yeah. Checks yeah. out, right? And just straight. And now you didn't... you're making your enemies drink it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct. Well, yeah. Once we die from this, well, see, you'll have the number one podcast. <laughs> After I graduated, they became my Our competition. podcast so. is much more popular than us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is just a power play. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware this is not a popular show. Did you see, did you hear did you hear that uh, Guy Branham and Linda Holmes are going to get married in a sham marriage uh, to unite the houses of the pop culture happy hour <laughs> and pop rocket <laughs> so that they can take on the slate culture gap fest? <laughs> That's the fucking Sounds best. Sounds worth it. I know, right? Isn't <laughs> That's that the greatest? The best. Ooh, are they going to use that? Um, what's that uh, uh, place you can get like a one hour marriage at near here? Reno, Nevada? No. <laughs> a one-hour like marriage? Yeah, near this, there's like a little down white, the there's street. There's a place called the Little White Chapel not that Is far that from it? here. Maybe. Oh, it's on uh, Normandy. There's a there's a variety of them, but yeah. Okay. That well, right. this like that's like their their thing. They're like, get in, get out, you're married. Hmm. And I think it's on Normandy. Anyway, they well, there's there. a lot of storefronts in, the, in this neighborhood and actually where I live, too, that are like – one-stop shops for all civil engagements. Hmm. So, like, it's you go there <laughs> to get name. married, divorced, have a terrible fake lawyer help you right. with your immigration issues, or a send ma- a box of or, stuff to Guatemala. Sure. Or what's that? What's that called when you're a, you're a minor also. and you <laughs> and just a big wanna, can of garbanzo beans? <laughs> I want to say a minor who's been emasculated, but that's not it. <laughs> emancipated. emancipated. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, a, 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 a minor who has had his penis made fun of in gym class. <laughs> oh. uh, I, I you know I was talking to a buddy of mine who uh, eloped to Vegas, and uh-huh. he said that's they you know they he and his wife went with the intent of like all right we'll just find one of those you know one of those little 
you know, chapel on the greens Mm -hmm. and just get married. And he says, they won't take you. You still have to go to City Hall and fill out a ton of paperwork. And then you go to the little impulse chapel. So uh, that was interesting. I got the the, maybe the myth of the drunk Vegas wedding Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. is it's it's a little more complicated. Was his friend Dean Martin? Yeah, old Dino. (laughs) Dino's Sammy. Bada bing, bada bang. (laughs) Yeah. And then he uh, had my hands broken with a hammer oh, for cheating. Oh, the shark has. Is he the one who beat up his kids? <laughs> yeah, you and got it. This is a Bobby Darren song. Oh boy, is he the one though who beat up his kids? Dean Martin. Yeah. Mm. Bing, Bing Crosby, Crosby beat up his kids. Oh, that's when they have Denise Crosby. She got beat up. <laughs> the only joke I remember from the Craig Kilborn Daily Show is he was doing a story about. I still laugh at this to this day. Uh, he's doing a story about like a batch of tainted Hawaiian punch. This is before the Daily Show did any serious news. They just mm-hmm. did like weird, you know, weird stuff. Right. So he's like talking about like a thing of tainted Hawaiian punch, and he's like, in other news, Pink Crosby punched his kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I will just from that joke. I will always remember that Big Crosby was uh, an abusive father. Yeah, it's true. Remember it's when? True. Remember when Craig Kilborn had his own show and he, he introduced himself in the third person? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I understand he was a real heel though. <laughs> sure, mm. wasn't his. Did some funny. Did some funny R. stuff R. on there. Yeah, some funny stuff. Uh, and then he just would just interview a supermodel. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan, are you going to go first? Yeah, I'll I'll take a taste. Well, let's should we describe the smell a little bit first, just to kind of sure. set the scene. It, yeah, what it's, well, it's, what it's, notes would you it's say? Paint thinner. Gross. I'll just say yeah. gross in general. But can we be a little more descriptive? Well, it smells a lot to me like very cheap vodka. Like it's got that yeah, that, like sure, that it's got melted that quality. styrofoam smell. Yeah, chemical. I would call the yeah. smell chemical. Literally, the smell is burning my throat. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. A joke. <laughs> and do you do people? Do people shoot this, right? Like they, yeah. Okay, I'm not going and, to. And often it's flavored, but like it, the flavored stuff is not better, trust me. There was okay. a tamarind flavor and a rose flavor, both bad. Not <laughs> a good. rose flavor. It sounds kind of, cla- yeah, that does, no, that's classier than I I would like think. both of those flavors, but it does nothing for this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's have a drink. All right. Uh, not as bad as advertised. Oh, you don't think it's as bad as Malort? Uh, oh, no. Malort's much worse. Yeah. I mean, this is just me? like cheap vodka. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. I mean, it's it's gross. I wouldn't want to drink <laughs> a lot of it, but I mean, this is like this is like a, yeah, it's like a sip of cheap vodka you would have in college you're mixed with Tang or something. What? Well, because this is the worst and you're not acknowledging it for what it is. <laughs> so I am clearly bad. Yeah. You've also sucked all the entertainment out of this segment. <laughs> hey, just listen to three people enjoy a nice drink that they like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to try. You want to try it? Yeah. I've already tried it. It's not that exciting for you to I try it. I haven't in weeks. Okay, let's drink it. Okay. Oh, yeah. See, that's awful. <laughs> you are. I don't think you are playing oh. up your face at all. I think that is a real pain. Yeah, that's terrible. Hmm. Mine has a hair in the bottom. But it, <laughs> I think it's one of my hairs. Uh, sure. What color? Brownish. Okay. As a, not me. Do you, do you feel like you find beard hairs and stuff these days? Yeah. Like food and stuff. Yeah, you just keep sending things back at the waiter. <laughs> this has a beer hair in it. Ugh. Right? It uh, has an unpleasant... Uh... Yeah, I think Malort's way worse than this. I would I would straight up legit drink this with club soda and lime. <laughs> oh I think it God, would be fine. so bad. Yeah. Well, the thing that I dislike the worst about Malort, though, is that it tastes like licorice, and I do hate licorice. Sure. But I think Malort, the actual alcohol taste here is worse. Malort has a gross taste. This has 
almost no taste in the mouth, just kind of an unpleasant texture. Uh-huh. It does, yeah, it tastes right. It's like a, it has the burn of like a whiskey, uh-huh. but without any kind of flavor no or complexity. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. It does kind of have a zero taste, little bit of burn. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. But you're an alcoholic. That's true. I mean, yeah, maybe I am revealing the fact that I'm a drunk <laughs> on the show. What about Julian? Yeah, Julian, can you we'll re, can you say what you thought and we'll relay it? Yeah, tell us tell us on the talk. Us back. On the... Press the talk back so we can hear you, and then we will explain to everyone how you feel. Jordan is insane. <laughs> <laughs> Julian just said Jordan is insane. This stuff sucks. But I'm, maybe it's just like relative to the buildup I received. Uh-huh. I think this is, and this is not by far not the worst. I mean, that's this fair. Is that made might be from... why I don't like up. So <laughs> too much buildup. Yeah. Yeah. This is made from distilling Kate Sauls. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. Just crushing a bird. <laughs> yeah. In it's like a vice. Melted, one, of those duck, one of those duck presses. Yeah. Sure. Melted yeah. birds and coins. Mm-hmm. Sure. Birds and coins. <laughs> it also has a woman on the front. Oh, oh, this is very meta. It's got a great label. On the front, it's got a woman holding the bottle she's on. Whoa. Oh shit! Maybe we're all. Can I take a We're all just we're all characters on God's liquor bottle. Very, you guys ever think about that? Very MCS. My mind is blown. This lady is wearing some uh, traditional Guatemalan garb. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. That's nice. That is, she looks like a nice woman. Sure. I mean, you know, here's the thing. Here's, I think, why it's easy to drink is that it is a little bit harsh, but it's not that harsh. What is wrong with you? I just don't think it's it's not hard to drink. It's oh not like God. fun to drink. Okay. Product of Guatemala, Central America. Yeah. Oh, that Guatemala. Yeah. <laughs> Guatemala, <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> it does have a beautiful label. I saw yeah, the it's a um, nice label. This lady is wearing some uh, beautiful, uh, some yeah, beautiful more weavings. A, more of a Mayan. <laughs> my, my mother is a tradition. my mother is a scholar of those weavings. So I have oh, a really? Fondness in my heart. Yeah, I lived in Guatemala for a time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's true. You lived there. Did I you? Did, ever... I did not. My, my oh, mother your mom did. did. Yeah, I see. Did, I see. Yeah. What's your mom's name? Judy. Judy Thorne. Yeah, you got it. Oh. Did you? Do you think your mom dr- drank a lot of um, special money? Yeah, probably so. Okay. Yeah, my mom was a two fisted uh, two fisted drinker. <laughs> sure. Did you call her on Mother's Day? When was that? Last month. What is this about? Why is it? What is this? A, am I a good just son quiz? See. Yeah, I just. I don't see know. Did you call your her. mom on Mother's yes, Day? Yes, I did. Did what's, you, Jordan? What's your did mom's you your name? Mom? I did call my mom. Jordan's oh, we had, mom's we had name brunch. is Sharon. We had brunch. <laughs> my mom's name is Katie. <laughs> I hate Katie. Oh boy. I didn't call Katie on Mother's Day. You know why? She can go suck a lemon. As far as I'm concerned, it's <laughs> getting aggressive in here. Yeah, well, Carrie's trying to show me out what no, a bad just, son I am. I Guys, is this all because I kind of liked the drink? <laughs> Are we fighting so much because I kind of enjoy we're the not, drink? We're not a family anymore. I went to the flea market with my mom for Father's Day. Oh, well, that counts. I had a little, uh, I had a little Father's Day issue. Uh, I decided I would get my stepdad a Father's Day card this year. Oh, oh yeah. That's very I did that, nice. I did that, too. Did no, you I... spend some time looking for one with a trombone on it? <laughs> uh, I spent some time looking for one that didn't sound like it was uh, written in a second grade poetry class. Sure. Like mm-hmm. the the Not thing I – like I, this is a new stepdad. Like he and my Me mom too. got married, you know, two years ago. Uh-huh. So yep. like – I like the man very much, and I'm mm-hmm. glad he and my mom are happy. Could not be happier for that. But I don't have gushy feelings toward him. Sure. Right. All the stepdad cards had were like, thank you for saving me from my right. real dad. Yeah, exactly. Right. Even though I'm not yours, you treated me like I was. And I'm like, <laughs> I just need one that says, 
when Thanks we go that. to dinner every other month, you seem nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell maybe sometimes you want to say something racist, but don't. And I appreciate <laughs> and that. I really that. appreciate yeah. it. It makes dinner better. Uh, so, yeah, no, he's just this, like, great dude who I like a lot and wanted to say Happy Father's Day. And but I went to – But might Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, like a 50-year-old fella is. Sure. Uh, it was a different time. Yeah. Um, Amen. Just like I had to go to three different stationary stores to just find a blank card that said Happy Father's Day on the front. Mm. It was tough. Yeah. yeah. What's, what stationary stores are we talking about here? Going from station – Japantown? <laughs> no, I should have gone to Japan. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Lucky good false father. <laughs> Bring much pleasure. Happy Storaberry. <laughs> Do you find that when you're writing out Happy Father's Day, you can't decide whether to put the apostrophe before or after the S? I just call it Daddy's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Still. <laughs> it's grosser like that. I can never decide, like, if it's multiple fathers or if I'm just like, happy day to you, my one father. Can I tell you this right here? Yeah. So I have a service called the Put This On Gentlemen's Association, which is a subscription pocket square service. Uh Uh-huh. A perfect gift. I gave Uh, a pocket square to a gentleman this year. There you go. And I put a Starbucks card in my stepdad's <laughs> cool. Father's Day card. Um, and uh, just a pair of Tommy Bahama shorts. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah I'm, I just wrote his address on the shorts and <laughs> put them in the mailbox. <laughs> um, uh, I was at the thrift store today and they had like 20 pairs of Margaritaville brand jute shoes. <laughs> like hemp shoes. Hemp shoes. <laughs> hemp boat shoes specifically. Are they like... Toms? What do they look like? They look like boat shoes mm-hmm. made out of ham. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, oh, wait. Uh, should you wear these if you're on island time? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. please do not try and wear these on standard time, <laughs> right? On Greenwich Mean Time, yeah. island time only. If you try, if you try on these at GMT plus two, you are fucked. Yeah, you are fucked. Mm-hmm. What was I saying a second ago? Uh, you saw them at the thrift store. You saw a big right before that clutch of them. Oh, I don't know. Something about Ugh. oh, you were you were getting in a plug uh, pocket, for something. Pocket squares. Oh, so I have this pocket square association, right? And um, I don't know. I I call it the gentleman, M E N apostrophe S association. Mm-hmm. But spellcheck doesn't like that. Yeah. And so, but it's not for one gentleman. It's for right. gentlemen mm-hmm. collectively. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think you do are... not email me. <laughs> I think, though, because gentlemen is already plural, that you are correct to put it before the S. I'm pretty sure that's right. Well, that's if we're going by APA style, I'm pretty gentleman sure that's right. Gentleman apostrophe we? S instead of gentleman apostrophe S, which the oh, spell check is fine with. Oh, definitely wouldn't do that. Well, that one this spell check is okay with. Well, but see, the- I think what the spell check might want you to do, and it's wrong, is gentleman S apostrophe. But I think it's wrong. Mm, I don't think you're supposed to do right. that. Yeah, no. I mean, it's like it, it's one thing people used to do, but now like APA and MLA are like, no, 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 no. It's okay, what plural. about Chicago Manual of Style? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll be honest. USC could only teach me so much. I think gotcha. we need to. Uh, I think we need to consult a Miss Mavis Beacon. <laughs> <laughs> She'll have all the answers. Carrie, what did you write in your stepdad's Father's Day card? Oh well, okay. So I sent him a book via Amazon. I got him a Sarah Vowell book. Oh, that's nice. So I which Sarah Vowell book are we talking uh, about? Part uh, partly cloudy patriot. That's a good one. Um, Not that there's any bad ones. Am I right? Sure. Hey! They're all good. Going back to Radio On. (laughs) Um, So I got it in the beautiful Amazon gift wrap for Mm -hmm. $3.95. That's nice. And then that comes with a little flip card. Mm -hmm. So it just said, like, Happy Father's Day. You're a great stepdad or something. But I did then, like, argue with myself over whether to say from Carrie or Love Carrie. 
Yeah. Uh, What'd you go with? I went with from. Because it was already there. It was already like from. Can I can Perry. I recommend a happy medium? Hang <laughs> What's loose. That? <laughs> <laughs> he, he lives in Wisconsin. I don't know if he knows what that State means. Stay sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> Wasting away, comma. <laughs> comma. <Perry>. Yeah. <laughs> His daughter gave him a David Sedaris book a couple of years ago and he hated it. He just hated it. <laughs> so you're like, oh, like, oh, you'll <laughs> probably love this Sarah Powell book. <laughs> okay. They were all out of David Rakoff. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> they... The This American Life Contributors from 2005 collection. <laughs> well, he. He didn't like it because it was, like, a little too, I think, progressive for him. And, yes, Sarah Val is, is sure. progressive. But, but I think she has a – yeah, I think she – yeah, I think I think a, a dad could forgive her politics and, you know, because of her – Commitment to American her, history. Yeah, her mm-hmm. history channel level of obsession right. with – yeah, I you think know, he'll like it. I think the, he'll like it. The cabin that John Wilkes Booth died in. Right, I gotta exactly. go In that situation, I got to go Bill Bryson. You're going Bryson. Yeah, Bill Bryson. That's the dad of uh, those sure, things. Sure, but he mm. might have already read those. He's yeah. like 73. He's That's had a lot true. of time to read. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Elderly people have read more. <laughs> sure. Probably because true. Of their age. And they're not always on their cell phones, am I right? Oh, are, yeah. you're right. Kids or as I like to call that. them, mind control machines. <laughs> you got it. Although, to be fair, that's because you're an android who's controlled by a cell phone. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we'll be back in but just a But I also a have second. a sharp, satirical tongue. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second. That was programmed into you. And oh, it was filed down from a smoother metal <laughs> tongue. It's always been satirical, but with it's been sharp because, yeah. Satirical. So mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, 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 la. Volleyball time. Hot dogs and hamburgers. Get ready to the Olympic dive. Fourth of July. Are you ready for rollerblading rain time? That's right. It's Aaron and Brian from Throwing Shade, if you didn't know from that very clear intro. We We take a look at issues involving ladies and gays, and we treat them with much less respect than they deserve. So watch out, punks. So, hey, download us and take us to the beach while you're doing your summertime fun. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. I'm Carrie Poppy, an underestimated mathematician. Hey, Jordan. Yes. We're sort of hitting the road. I would love to sort of hit the road, and Jesse. Sort of I'm, hitting the road. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> I mean, doing one show in Los Angeles and one show in Portland in a couple of months. Let's hear about them. Okay, so July 7th at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, Franklin, mm-hmm. here in Los Angeles. Jordan, Jesse, go live. It's going to be amazing. We'll have special guests. We'll have extravaganzic activities, mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of good times. Uh, it's going to be great. Great. We, did, we did one of these. It was a super blast a few months mm-hmm. ago. We did one of those, too. Yeah. Great. You have a good time? Yeah. Yeah. UCB's great. Come out. Don't be a chump and miss it. Why would... No, come on. Don't chump out on us. I'm worried that people are going to chump out. <sighs> Boy, that would be terrible. I mean, what if they What if they jump out? Oh, my God. What if we get there... Oh, my God. And it's just a bunch of apology notes that say, sorry, I couldn't come. I'm just a chump. too busy chumping at home. The chairs. Oh, boy. Oh, man. That would be terrible. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This is the summer of Summer Boy. I don't think these people are going to fail to come. No, I don't think so. This is our time. They're already going to be out and about. Yeah. Chilling and grilling. You got it. Yeah. Boathouse. Boathouse. 
cabin. Mm-hmm. Canoe. Uh, yeah, just canoe on in. Yeah. L.A. River. <laughs> Do it to it. Also, we are headed to Portland, Oregon later this year uh, to do a show with our friends in Throwing Shade. Hey. Uh, the show that's famous uh, on Carrie's t-shirt. That's true. Uh, that she's wearing right Seen now. Seen on many popular t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, it is gonna, this is going to be a one hell of a program. Um, I could not be more excited about going to see this show. I mean, going to be part of this show. Um, You're just going to sit in the audience? <laughs> yeah, you can You can find the information at MaximumFun.org. Um I think tickets have already gone on sale. Um, look, I don't want it to be exclusively Throwing Shade fans there. I want sh- Throwing Shade fans there. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Mm-hmm. But we need our people there, too. Absolutely. We don't want people just, you know, looking at their phones, waiting for us to get done yammering so they can see the Brian and Aaron. people. Yeah, so, yeah, we wait for Brian and Aaron to pretend to make a phone call and go beep, beep, boop, boop. Yeah, well, I mean, that is pretty great when they do that. No, I'm not saying I'm not looking forward to that. I just don't want that to be the only thing people are there for. Right. And they're like, well, who are these yokels? Yeah. And why aren't, aren't they not pretending to make phone calls by going beep, beep, boop, boop? Are these a bunch of yahoos? Oh, boy. That's probably what they're oh, going to say. Boy. Who do you think is more beloved in Portland? Jordan Jesse Go or Throwing Shade? I'm going to say neck and neck. <laughs> yeah. Neck and neck. I'm gonna say I was neck just going to say Throwing Shade. <laughs> <laughs> throwing, I mean, but no, your way creates a little bit more drama and a little more impetus for people to come out. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to just switch to yours. Here's what I demand. Mm. Go out there and just stone, just stone face Throwing Shades. <laughs> we know that they, you like yeah. us better. Give them a big thumbs down. Don't do that. We fucking love Throwing Shade. That's like, I'm. this is a dream. This is a dream gig for us. It's going to be so fun. I love, I, yeah. I think Aaron and Brian are like the funniest people on earth. Mm. I they love are. them and their show. Mm. I'm so excited to get to a, do a show with them, and uh, we are really going to blow it out. And if you get, what, what about this? You got any friends in the media in Portland? Let's do some press. Love to do some press. You got a, you know somebody with email. a weekly? Yeah, Willamette Week. <laughs> sure, drop us a line. <laughs> Portland Oregonian, hit us up. The Eugene Bumblebee. You got it. I'd Bend, love- <laughs> Oregon. Tree. Paper. This is how press outreach is usually done. Just, Just see if any of the <laughs> saying the names of the f- fake newspapers. Yeah, <laughs> Ashland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. I want to see you there. Yeah, get out. Medford, Oregon. Mm. Let's get Medford, Oregon, out there. <laughs> now I'm just Brody Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Medford, Arizona State University. Pitcher hurt my arm. Couldn't finish. Derek Jeter. Good Brody. Okay, that's I did, it. I did Groundlings with Brian Sofie. Oh, He's amazing. wow. Yeah. That's overwhelming. He's an me. amazing man. He's fantastic. Yeah, I ju- someone just asked me the other day what my favorite sketch I've ever seen was, and the first thing that came to mind was something Brian did at the Groundlings. Very know. funny person. Brian Sofie, funny man. He's in that, you know, he's in that uh, uh, recent Will Ferrell, yeah, Kristen Wiig Lifetime, Lifetime movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, I still haven't seen it. You know what? People co- here's, here's my message to people complaining that it's not funny enough or whatever. Yeah, you be a super famous movie star that makes a lifetime movie. <laughs> uh-huh. That's uh-huh. like the greatest thing anyone's ever done. I think the thing with that was we were supposed to not know about it. The uh-huh. joke of that was supposed to be there is no press around it. But then I think mm-hmm. it got it got leaked on a deadline or something like uh-huh. that. Some Hollywood snoops got a hold of it. So, yeah, I think the joke of that was ruined <laughs> the, the a little Hollywood bit. The Hollywood star whackers got a hold of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that once it became something that there were billboards for and stuff, the the essence of it was drained a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was that's fucking cool. That's what that's what's great about those guys. They're geniuses and they just sure. do a weird thing because they can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Will Ferrell you did. You tell him. You tell him, Jesse. Hyperlocal beer commercial. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. Me? I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, I'm Carrie Poppy. I brought alcohol. <laughs> Remember when I just kind of threw my nickname? I just threw it away. Whatever. Just, like, throw away. Yeah. You know, it's when you're you know that you're a really good performer when you can captivate people when you're just throwing something away. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like bef- it's like right now. Like I'm not even making a big deal of this. Like it's just like it's fine. It's you're fine. like a, a guy in a modern radio ad. You're like I don't know, buy a Honda. Yeah. Whatever. Exactly. Well, skin off my nuts if you don't. Buy a what? Honda. I love Honda. You're very uninvested. Yeah, I don't yeah. care about the show at you don't, all. You don't Carrie. need to be invested. Yeah, I'm like those throwing shade fans at <laughs> <laughs> our show in Portland. <laughs> okay, look. When something mo- oh, before we get into momentous occasions, mm-hmm. I need to say one thing, please. The thing that I saw on eBay was a cross colors bucket hat. It was like two hundred and fifty dollars. Whoa! I bet I bet you there is a cross. Well, sorry, I spilled my water. Possibly because I'm drunk off special juice. What do you call that? <laughs> special money. Special money. Um, I bet there is a cross colors collector community out there, right? Oh, there's got to be because I looked. What happened is I watched this movie about hip hop fashion. Uh, Sasha Jenkins, the director, are going to be on Bullseye. Probably on Bullseye actually this week mm-hmm. as this show comes out. Uh, great movie, really enjoyed it, and it really reminded me of how badly I wanted cross colors when I was a kid, and with the time when I finally got a pair of cross color shorts. Hmm. What are cross colors? Come on, Carrie. No, I really don't know. What Come is that? Come on, Carrie. What are you, a <laughs> 16-year-old? What is that? What are you, from Ireland? <laughs> yes, I am. A 16-year-old from Ireland. Cross colors were the definitional urban fashion brand of the late 1980s and early 1990s. Oh, okay. I always wanted a cross-color well, shirt, but my mom wouldn't wouldn't let me get one. I think she thought they were gang-related. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they created this. They created the streetwear category. Really? Essentially. Cross-colors? Yeah. Does this have a... literally don't remember no, cross-colors. I've never heard of this. Like, all the panels were different colors, like jerseys, bucket hats. They would have, like, a message shorts. about unity on them, the T-shirts. So many messages no, about unity. No, this doesn't unity. mean anything to me. But, but wait, what year were you born? 1981. Okay, and you were 83 also, right? 82. 82, okay, I'm 83. Yeah, oh. There's no oh. excuses. Didn't you ever watch In Living Color? Yeah, uh, yeah a little, but my parents were All right, top five racist. fly girls, go. I don't know what that means. <laughs> J-Lo. Four others. others. <laughs> Other fly girls. Uh, J-Lo. Uh, who do you think is the most popular? Jamie Foxx. Uh, the, most... the Korean guy from Fargo. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, Stephen Park, I want to say is his name, but hmm. I might be getting that wrong. Okay, here we go. Momentous occasions. For example, like when I finally got a pair of cross-color shorts, hmm. probably in like 1994 or uh, something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? No, I was in middle school, so we're going to call it 1992. So on the tail end, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, let's take our first momentous occasion call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, Sunny D, illustrious guest. Uh, this is David from Milwaukee calling with a momentous occasion. My wife and I just adopted a couple of three-month-old kittens, a brother and sister. And, you know, they're adorable. They're feisty. Uh, this morning I get up, I'm taking a piss, and one of them leaps into the toilet as I'm peeing into <laughs> it. 
Have you ever cleaned piss off a three-month-old cat? I recommend it. Have a good one. Sounds fun. That does sound like a lot of fun. My cat will sometimes come in the bathroom and get near the toilet when I'm peeing, and I I often think about what my next course of action will be if I pee on the cat. It's never actually come to that, but I've... I have thought about that. My dog will actively try to drink the pee as it comes out of your penis if you are a man at my house and you do not close the door properly. Wow. Yeah. She will try to make that a drinking opportunity. Hmm. Uh, my dog, one of my two dogs, is obsessed with drinking, and uh, she will drink pee out of the kid's kitty potty. Oh, mm. God. So, like, they will often pee right before they get in the bath. And we will not always be flushing it right away. Immediately, sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, the dog will push her way through the door. Like, the door will be closed, but she'll push it open. And then she will drink pee out of the kitty potty. Ugh. Oof, animals are gross. I know. Do you think it's a sexual thing for them? <laughs> Probably. Do you think they love? I know it was for Gandhi. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, famous piss freak Gandhi. <laughs> loved Gandhi loved his water sports. Um, I, I believe your any urea is full of pheromones, so it it okay. may be a sexual thing. It might be. Yeah. So anyway, I this thought, guy made love to his cat. <laughs> yeah, his yeah well, yeah. Jordan, here's here's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. You started telling that story, and it started out. Sometimes my cat will come in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, I heard wow, that this too. is way grosser than I expected. <laughs> the cat somehow <laughs> masturbates in the bathroom. Jordan really up the ante. <laughs> oh, your cat jumped in the toilet? Big deal. My cat <laughs> <laughs> masturbates somehow in the bathroom. Let's she take can rub on call. something, I guess. This is vulgar. Jesse, Jordan, this is Dan, Baby D. Uh, I'm calling from the Scottish it's Highlands. I don't know if this will get to you. Um... I am on a bike ride, and I just passed about 12 French dudes, uh, each with their own heavy-duty mountain biking-level unicycles, (laughs) wheels about mm, four-foot diameters, everyone with their own unique mustache. Take care. Uh, What's the clarity of that call from? I I don't know. I mean, Skype's not that. I guess millennials have... Have better calls. <laughs> I oh, think they do. I believe. Didn't you hear it go bloop, bloop, at the end? I believe it was a Skype. Call. Might have been a Skype. Yeah. My brother. I'm an investigative reporter, you guys, and that was a Skype yeah. Call, so that's like, a no big deal. My brother-in-law mega Skype in there, baby D. Sure. Good work, baby D. Guy was in Scotland working on some farms. Check it out. That's what. What kind of farms? That's what these kind of teens like to do on vacation. Is yeah. Go from farm to farm. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Shucking. Shucking corn. There's a thing where... Threshing. There's a thing where it may only apply to people from Marin County, but uh, it's a thing where you go from farm to farm on organic farms. Oh, and like, totally. No, they not give just you Marin like County. A, I'm pretty sure. It, maybe if you're from Boulder. No, no. Like, I know these people, too. No, you're... That's a thing. So Marin County, Boulder... Where are you from? Vancouver. Oh. Probably you're allowed to do it if you're from Vancouver. I'm from Vancouver? Oh, oh, I'm from La Crescenta. But no, just like yeah, tons and La of... La Crescenta. No, tons of people God, I know. God, La Crescenta's especially, gotten so crunchy. No, especially like <clears throat> vegetarians and vegans. They do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Organic. You go on a farm. You are a farm. You're a migrant farm laborer, <laughs> but they put you up. In other yeah. words, it's a sort of itinerant slaver program. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there you go. Okay. Here's the thing, Jordan. Mm-hmm. What season is it, would you say? I think we're – I mean, summers, not just broadly. Right. Yeah. 
How would you, if you were going to use a two-word phrase to capture the spirit of summer, what, what would it be? I mean... Like the spirit of summer as fully lived and expressed. Sure. I mean, I think that... I mean, that's difficult, but I have been seeing a lot of T-shirts lately. Yeah, you know, I've seen t- both T-shirts and tanks sure, a and lot tanks. lately. So, yeah, I mean, I would say that it's the summer of the summer boy. Right. So we asked you in the audience... To share with us your summer boy experiences. And, of course, summer boy is gender neutral. Mm-hmm. We want to make that absolutely clear. So I'm not going to lie, Jordan. I saw some hot chicks in summer boy T-shirts on oh, Twitter. hell yeah. yeah like hashtag summer boy. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy that. It's, uh, those tanks are looking pretty good on them. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're wearing them well. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they are poured into them. <laughs> I guess that's if it's too tight. No, these weren't. These didn't seem like they were too tight. Like concrete, you'd like to fuck. No, yeah. Try to, try to return them for larger sizes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like a sexy they really juice. shrank in the wash. <laughs> Maybe you know something else that shrinks in the wash? Your penis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine shrinks in the oven like a shrinky dink. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. Let's take our first summer boy call. Hey, Jordan and Jesse Go. Uh, this is Rachel calling with my summer boy plans. Uh, I've got big summer boy plans in just a few weeks. Pretty near my house is going to be the Lane County Fair. So I'm going to be able to stroll down the street and catch uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts performing uh, on a county fair stage. And then two days after that, is the Under the Sun tour featuring Sugar Ray, Better Than Ezra, and Uncle Cracker. So I'm just going to listen to 80s and 90s music on a lovely summer evening, eating anything that can be put on a stick and deep fried. And it's going to be balling. Summer boy. Bye. That was a real hard right turn in terms of pop rock credibility. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, seeing Joan Jett at the cat, you're like, hey, all right, good like choice. The, Joan Jett is like the t- probably like the top thing you could see at the county fair, right? Oh god, uh, well, Weird Al is the top thing you could see at the county fair, but then top <laughs> yeah. non Weird Al, right? Yeah, yeah, boy, yeah. Of all the things that play at a county fair, that would be Tower of Power, Tower of Power, um, Joan Jett, mm-hmm. Heart, Heart would probably be fun. Yeah, to Heart see would at be pretty good. Fair. Yeah. Which where where was this county fair? Where is she? I couldn't tell. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I liked how she was in no hurry to get that information out. And when uh, she said she was going to take a stroll, I was like, "Yeah, you take a stroll. You know, yeah, we'll Los, take a stroll that's with the you." Kind of thing you do. Los Angeles has a county fair somewhere in New Mexico. Drove there once. It took like six yeah, hours. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere the Los Angeles County Fair. Nowhere near Los Angeles. Jesus Christ! It is. It was like a thousand miles away. <laughs> Oh. I used to go to that when I was a kid a lot, and I used to horseback ride, and their horseback riding competition is, like, clearly rigged. They do it to <laughs> – yeah, they, like – they want to make the kid – Donald is, Trump just wins it every year. <laughs> whichever it's kid like you're, is, in the, you're in the teen girls division, Trump. <laughs> whichever kid is, like, obviously the worst, they give first place to. And I mean, like, kids who are falling off the horses, <laughs> like – That sounds like a dope competition. Yeah, it's – I mean, it's If great. a kid gets trampled by the horse to death, does he posthumously win? Of course. Yeah. The highlight of my entire life is the time I was at the, the county fair and I saw a 4-H bunny rabbit competition. It's pretty mm. good. Oh my goodness! This little this little boy with glasses. Cause they have to do special moves to show off the haunches and whatnot. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Oh my goodness gracious me! 
But yeah, I don't. I, I I could see where you were going with this of like seeing Joan Jett at the county fair, pretty badass. Seeing the Sugar Ray '90s nostalgia tour, uh, suspect at best. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am. I I will say that I am so curious about those '90s nostalgia things that I am almost going to them. Like really? my curiosity is so through the roof at this point of like, who's there? What are they doing? What songs do they play? Is anyone from the original band? Like I have so many questions about it. I can see a world where I go to it. Well, Sugar Ray is probably there, right? Yeah. You know the guy I'm talking about from from Extra? Yeah, yeah. John Sugar Ray, lead singer of Sugar Ray. Yeah. You know, a guy from Semisonic was on uh, The Sound of Young America many years ago because he wrote a a really nice book Mm -hmm. about – a really nice book about what it's like to be in a rock band that – is popular mm-hmm. for two years. Uh-huh. And like a lot of the guys in Semisonic, sort of like with the band uh, Cracker, uh, uh-huh. how they were in uh, Camper Van Beethoven before that, uh, like some of the guys in Semisonic were in like a, a credible band in Minneapolis, how in the Minneapolis uh-huh. scene hmm. before Semisonic. And uh, then they just unexpectedly had a hit record with Semisonic and, and they were famous for two years. Uh, and I figured out just like from this guy's like in the first chapter, just some some kind of scene setting of describing him looking back. Uh, he just mentioned kind of a few ridiculous elements of the church I used to work at. Mm. Mm. He came on, I was like, hey, uh, guy from Semisonic, do you go to the church I used to work at? <laughs> and he's like, yep. Weird. What church did you work at? I worked at a weird Episcopalian church called St. Gregory of Nyssa. In Petrero Hill in San Francisco. Very nice church. And when I say weird, I mean, I only mean that it's weird. I don't mean any value judgment by that. Sure. They do special dances and have special murals of different weird oh, people and okay. stuff. okay. Cool. Um, but uh, a yeah, lovely place. A lovely place. Uh, lovely people. If I got – if someone was – I mean, I don't want to be, like, begging or anything. Far be it for me to beg. And of I'm course. doing – Pretty well. I can afford my own concert tickets. Whoa. But I would absolutely go to one of these things if someone would give me a ticket. Like really? if someone's in PR oh, yeah, or something and throws down, if like, hey, I've, you know, I work for the Greek or whatever this thing comes in LA, I would go to it. What if it's just like a listener? Who what if, like has an extra? Yeah. What, you know, Smart Bunny lives like two doors down. What if Smart Bunny's got <laughs> oh, she's like, yeah. nostalgia to her? No, yeah. I, will, I would I, – if, if it would work out, I would absolutely go to one of these things. I, want, I, I don't know. If it would work out. Like if you don't have like a dentist appointment, you'd have to move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's not too hot outside. <laughs> yeah. if, if, the, if all of the planets line up correctly, right. I will go to see Sugar Ray at one of these things. Who do you want to – Carrie, who do you want to see at the state fair? I don't even know who really goes to the state fair. Is it all like hard, like formerly no, hard rock? <laughs> yeah, it's like something that – Like uh, shit from the late 80s. And then like some of it is good. Probably now it's 90s stuff, right? Yeah, no, you're probably right. I wonder – oh, Jars of Clay. I'd go see Jars of Clay. <laughs> jars of Clay. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think Jars of Clay were playing state fairs a while back. I yeah, think they probably. went they went from actual thing to state fair pretty quick. I yeah, think. yeah. You know what my equivalent of going to the Sugar Ray, hmm. Uncle Cracker – Better than Ezra tour would be. Hmm. I would go see the Arrested Development at the State Fair. Hmm. Oh yeah, that would be cool. That's a good thing to play at the State Fair. Yeah, they would. I'm sure they're touring State Fairs, right? Yeah. I mean, they were. They existed as a band when the show came on, and they sued sued, sued the show. <laughs> I remember that. I didn't even know that was a band. You know what? I bet you could catch D. Jesus I bet- <laughs> Christ, Carrie. <laughs> you really don't know anything about brightly colored urbanware from the early 1990s. <laughs> I bet you could see Devo at a county fair. I would oh, like really? to see Devo at a county fair. Oh, that would be a blast. That would be, be great. Cool. Yeah. The B-52s? Yeah, that would be cool, too. 
Do you think they do? Or do you think they do a county fair? Probably so. They I bet probably they do, play yeah. like premium. I bet like fair. them and like Toto opens for them. Is Chumbawamba still like in its thirtieth <laughs> incarnation? I don't know. I don't know what the deal with Chumbawamba is. There was some good talk about Chumbawamba on the Pop Rocket Facebook page, mm. uh, where I learned all about some like different like anarchist shit they did because apparently oh, yeah. they were uh, that's their deal. They were anarchists before yeah, they were I guess the band Chumbaw- that sang the song yeah. "I Get Knocked Down and I oh, Get Up Again." Oh, and they still are, and they still were then. That's like their big deal. Currently anarchists. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like and they go through all these incarnations of different band members. So the the existing band has none of the original members. So the, you're arguing that that's a point for their credibility, <laughs> no. and not just a thing that happens to any shitty band from 20 years ago. Well, no, I mean, it's qu- I'm not, I'm trying not to saying s- whether this is good or bad, but like they've definitely always been anarchists. That's always been like their following, and then they just had this one song that like won them a bunch of money. I don't know what they did with it. <laughs> Devo is a good call. Yeah. That's pretty rock solid. I bet that would be good. The late Rick James. Sure. Tina Marie. Tina Marie's dead, too. Mm-hmm. Tina Marie would be a real good state fair pick. Okay, here's the thing. Here's what you got to do. Go on the Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Tell us who you want to see at the state fair. Yeah. Because I need some good ideas. And you can't just say the pig race. Obviously, you want to go see the pig race. Yes, it's where amazing. they have celebrity-themed pig names like yeah. John Ham. Exactly. Oh, God. And Porcus Hilton. <laughs> last time I went, there was a Porcus Hilton. Oh, that sounds great. It was really good. Is that like the last day of those animals' lives? Real question. I mean, are they slaughtered no, like, right after that? No, they tour the nation. Yeah, they're celebrities. You teach they're the... in show business. Yeah, you but teach... then they're killed. I mean, are they killed right after? No, they're not killed because if you then you would have to train a whole new pig to do pig racing. Yeah, they're killed. <laughs> <laughs> they die like, eventually. I'm slightly sure. less brutally than a how, normal. How pig. They're not these food pigs? pigs. These are performing pigs. How yes. big are they? And what color? They're are they? they're babies. They're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you so, go. but once I'm sure they they do reach a point where they do have to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, six months. Yeah. Retire. <laughs> retire via knife. Yeah. Retire via via electric pulse no, to the right. brain. Electric current. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, have fun, have fun trying to win a stuffed Axl Rose at the thing where you throw balls <laughs> at a milk carton. <laughs> I'll be watching the little pigs race. And not thinking about their impending deaths. You got it. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. I'm Carrie Poppy, padded room. Uh, that time I, I got kind of sexy. It was good. Thank you. Were you turned on at all? Nah, but I think it was good. I'm just like, objectively, it was good. Didn't do anything for me personally, but I know it's good. It's, it's legal like, for uh, us to marry now, so you can just say it. No, I mean. The marriage police aren't going to come after you. <laughs> I'm a little bit worried. Uh-huh. I'm a little worried Antonin Scalia will stab me <laughs> in my sleep. <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, you were worried about that before. No, I'm always, uh, well, I, I have very powerful enemies, Jesse. That's something that all Americans are afraid of. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to further bait him. I don't want to further give him reasons to uh, stab me in my sleep. You know, uh, I was in West, I told Jordan this already, but I was in West Hollywood yesterday and there was no celebration, at least where I was. It was just dead empty. Really? Yeah. So I don't know if everybody I think you were. I think somewhere. you were. Here's my theory about that because it's unusual. Mm-hmm. I, could, I knowing where you were in West Hollywood, right. I think you were probably in a in a like a Russian Orthodox part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you were about a mile from Gay Central. I think that must be. it. So I think if you would have just followed the sounds the, of brunch, I listened for for sounds. Yeah, there was. Can I nothing. ask you a question, yeah. Terry? Yeah. 
First of all, were you in a delicatessen? Second of all, were there any pierogies? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I was getting. Uh, did everything have a weird B logo on it? <laughs> I was. Why getting... did the B the mascot of all these things? Were old, were old ladies yelling <laughs> at you true. and you couldn't figure out why? <laughs> kind of, kind of that. So mm. Ross and I were getting cryotherapy um, in West Hollywood, which is where like they put you in a chamber and shoot cold air at you, and it cures you of everything. So there is a lot of, like, slave-like yelling at you to do the right thing. Is that why seconds. you're so vibrant today? Yes, thank you. <laughs> well, it is why apparently— So apple-cheeked? Yes, yes, and why I finally slept. It cures your insomnia, so— Oh. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. So they say. Mm-hmm. So they say. Although I got to say, when I'm up late, it's not because of insomnia. <laughs> oh. It's because of lovemaking. No, methamphetamine. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm addicted sure. to methamphetamine. Sorry, I presumed it was lovemaking. Yeah, and I stay up like a week at yeah. a time. It's a real problem. Oh, Carrie, I think if you would have went up, if you would have went up north on, on La Cienega, yeah. made a little left on Santa Monica, yeah. go a couple of blocks... I think shit would have gotten crazy. Yeah, I think I just missed it all. You know where the action was? I don't know if you've seen this picture of uh, uh, the vice president and the president running around in the White House holding rainbow flags. Yeah. (laughs) No. God, that's great. Is that really a picture? Man, also, here's just something fun to do. After you get done looking at that, Google Joe Biden water fight. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. Thank me later. It happened. Hashtag summer Hashtags boy. the yeah. Joe Biden, ultimate summer. Can Joe Biden be the official like politician of the summer boy? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Do you think we can get him to everyone? No, Joe Biden's everyone. got an inflatable boat. Get at the Veep. Get at the Veep on Twitter. Yeah. Tell him that he's the official politician of Summer Boy. Yeah. And uh let's see if we can Does get him he down have a here. Twitter? Oh, I bet Vi- Biden has a Twitter. Probably does. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you think Biden would kick it with us? I hope so. That what would be we great. Went, what if we went whitewater rafting? I would love to go whitewater rafting but with But, like, I'm not on a pretty chill one with a lot of chill stretches. Yeah. Or tubing. Something, yeah. Something where you have a six-pack that's floating behind the boat, and it's on a rope, and you pull it in when you need a beer. You know it. Oh, that would be great. You know it. Tubing with the bide. You know what I'd probably have in there? Probably, like, some LeBron mix. <laughs> <laughs> I tried LeBron's mix. I think it's pretty good. Oh, yeah? It's pretty tasty. What does it taste like? Uh, like cherry Sprite. What is it? Uh, LeBron is it, is has his own Sprite now. Colored? Yeah, uh-huh. It's a little bit red. It's got a little red tint to it. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty tasty. It's like, here's the thing. Uh, Carrie, mm-hmm. I'm a business consultant, and wow. I, I can explain to you that millennials love remix culture. Mm-hmm. Mashups, uh-huh. remixes, basketball stars, Sprites. Mm-hmm. Uh, branding, uh-huh. Twitter, hashtag. Wow, this is very helpful. Thank you. Uh, Mobisodes, uh-huh. Snapchat, dick pics. Um, and so essentially Sprite created a combination of Sprite and LeBron James, a uh, celebrity <laughs> okay. penis. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Haver. Mm-hmm. Um, and there you go. And it's red Sprite? No, you're thinking of Mountain Dew Code Red. Yeah, but but you just said it's red. It's got a little pink hue to it. Okay. Yeah, it's pink. Cool, cool. Sounds like someone bled into Sprite. Yeah, Yeah, it tastes like it, too. It's real good. It's got a little metallic. Yeah. (laughs) A little metallic Sprite. Carrie Poppy, she's the host of Oh No, Ross and Carrie. She and Ross go do investigations of things like cryogenic freezing or whatever that thing's called. What's that thing called? We died and we put our heads on ice. No, what is the thing? <laughs> Just crypto, like Walt Disney. Crypto, crypto, Cryptozoology. That's when you uh, freeze Bigfoot. Cryotherapy. Mm-hmm. Cryotherapy. That's yep. 
that's where uh, you talk to a frozen psychologist. <laughs> Sorry. That wasn't even a joke. Nah. Fuck that, you know? God, yeah. what a disaster. But Are we you really going to end on that? A frozen... Well, I... I was laughing in awe of myself <laughs> that I had not only thought of that but started to say it. No, no. I think we've all been there. I was like, how could I have thought of something that awful? <laughs> like that genuinely yeah. execrably terrible. Like that is that is the Antonin Scalia of things I've thought of. <laughs> his name is Antonin. I know. It's his first name. I know. Isn't that weird? What kind of a name is that? Is that like an, the Antebellum South thing? Who's called Antonin. Antonin. Yeah, I don't know any other Antonins. Mm. It's going to be a hot name in a couple of years. Yeah, no lots of little, lots of little Antonins running around Trader well, Joe's. All those, all those shooters. Yeah, shooters and guns. Trigger, and... trigger. Everyone's naming their son Bo now. Like everyone I know who has a son names them Bo. Hmm. Yeah, B O oh, well, or after like Bo Jackson. Yeah, B E A U. I mean, who is <laughs> Antonin so Scalia smart. but the Bo Jackson of the Supreme Court? <laughs> He does it all. Speed and power. Baseball. <laughs> Football. Have you ever known a bow? I don't think I've ever known a bow, no. I had a big crush on a bow in high school, and he oh, turned yeah? out to be an ass. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. No, Doesn't it's okay. sound like he was much of a bow for you. <laughs> yeah. Very good. He was probably Thank a bad you. choice. But then after. Fuck me. <laughs> so in high school, I was fat, and then I lost weight. And in college, I met him again, and he tried to get me to have sex with him in a Denny's bathroom. So. You could have done it in a Denny's bathroom? No. Did he at least pay for the Grand Slams? I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. Really? Uh, Jesse. Good for you. <laughs> What's up, Jordan? It was Humpty Hump. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm thinking of Humpty Hump. I really mix up my experiences with those <laughs> with those of digital underground uh, alter ego, shock G alter yeah. ego, Humpty Hump. <laughs> yeah. I you, do you like did it my, in a Wendy's bathroom. Jordan, do I like my oatmeal lumpy? <laughs> <laughs> no, again, Humpty Hump. Jeez Louise. I like to pour a lot of half and half in there. Stir it up. Boy. Yeah. Well, we've had a lot of fun. Yeah. Carrie Poppy from Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Check out that show if you haven't already. It's a blast. And it's infrequent, so you don't have to worry. It's consistent, <laughs> but infrequent, so you don't have to worry about it clogging up your tubes. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Some people might use the word monthly, but... Inconsistent is also good. I said it was consistent. Oh, right. No, sorry, sorry. Infrequent, yes. Consistently infrequent. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. So it won't clog up your tubes. (laughs) It's monthly, like your period. You got it. it. It's your your Aunt Carrie coming to visit. (laughs) Uh, To make you bloated with podcasts. Our producer, Julian Burrell, over there on the boards. Brian Fernandez cutting the show from all the way in what I call. Jolly old England. We'll see you in Los Angeles, July 7th, in Portland in a couple of months, and next week right here on the podcast. Jordan, Jesse, go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.